There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh here with Jim Price. Jim, how are you doing today? Good morning, sir. The house is on fire. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> I was jumping ahead to you and Kirk's uh, conversation. <laughs> it, it, well, the house Sorry. is definitely on fire, and it's going to get crazy. So, Jim, we'll be back with you just in a little bit here. But, Kirk, yep. how are we doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Well, you know what, Kirk? I'm doing well. I went Friday and did my run on the bank, took a whole bunch of cash out, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, everybody wanted to think yesterday that, oh, everything's fine, a lot of these small banks rebounded, everything's going to be just A-OK after the FDIC increased their, uh, their maximum by billions to bail out billionaires. Mm-hmm. What, what the heck is going on, Kirk? <laughs> well, you know, all of this, you know take a few steps backwards so we can try to figure out what's happening today, right? So after Lehman Brothers collapsed, you know, the, the G20 nations met in Australia like eight years ago. And they said, you know what? Too big to fail. There is no such thing. We're not going to do bailouts anymore. We're not going to have the government bail anything out anymore because it's just too expensive. We can't afford it, right? So, so what did they decide to do? It was going to be up to the stakeholders, up to the depositors. They're going to do bail-ins, right? So... So then you go, and, and the difference between a bailout and a bail-in is really um, in name. Right? The, the taxpayer is still paying for it either way, right? But, but here's a, a bailout technically is voluntary, right? Because when we pay taxes, it's voluntary. Granted, people say, no, it's not correct. We have to pay taxes. Well, do you send in the check? It's like, yes, then it's voluntary, right? Because you you're going to go to tax jail or whatever, but... When you pay it, you send the check. It's voluntary. A bail-in is not voluntary. The bail-in is like what happened in Cyprus or Greece when the government says, hey, we have to do a special purpose provisionary one-off tax, 10% so you can bail out a failing bank or the government or whatever, and you have hundred grand in the bank tomorrow, you have 90000 And They just took it, right? It's just outright theft. So that's what they decided eight years ago. In Australia, what was going to happen? Then on Friday, after Silicon Valley Bank, Janet Yellen comes in and says, "Well, there's hope for the Silicon Valley Bank, you know, depositors, um, but there's not going to be a bailout." It's like, well, how could you have hope and there's no bailout? Ah, oh, because there's going to be a bailout. Well, then over the weekend, they kind of meet and they say, "All right, hey, all you big institutional holders, all you big companies that have money at Silicon Valley Bank." Bank's not, not open, really. We went into FDIC receivership, but we're going to allow you to move your stuff around before the public can't get to it on Monday. It's like, all right, they're catering to the billionaires, like what you just said, right? Um, because, but So this is kind of what, what's happened, right? So, so part of the problem with Silicon Valley Bank was, you know, during the Biden administration, the economy stinks, and most people have never heard of Silicon Valley Bank before Friday, mm-hmm. right? But it's huge. They have $173 billion in deposits 
And last year, they funded 44%, 44% of all venture capital to tech startups. I mean, that's a lot for one bank to control, right? So you've got all these companies that needed, you know, some of them needed money last year, right? They needed equity lines of credit because the economy stunk so bad, they needed to make ends meet. So Silicon Valley Bank people said, hey, we might give you a line of credit, but you have to consolidate all of your holdings. Get rid of all your other bank accounts. Get rid of your credit cards from other banks. Do business only with us. So a lot of them did. It's like, oh, man, now what? Silicon Valley Bank just went out of business. They no longer have a plan B. They don't have a backstop because they had to get rid of all their other accounts. Now they're hosed because these companies have to make payroll. Right? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. what do we do now? So, so this is kind of how everything started to unfold on Friday. Well, then you, you've got other banks that went out of business. Signature Bank, which is one of the largest cryptocurrency lenders in the country. And then Silvergate, which is also one of the largest cryptocurrency lenders in the country. And then you started to – and they, they both went under. Silvergate went into FDIC receivership on Friday, Signature Bank on Monday. It's like, What? Three bank failures in two business days? This is wild, right? And they're not small. They're not small. Silicon Valley Bank was the second largest bank failure in U.S. history, and Signature was the third. <laughs> it's like, these are, these are big. So, so then you started to get a run on the bank, like what you did, Josh, and you went and got a bunch of money out of your bank because everybody around the country is seeing these stories of these big, huge banks not having money, and it's like the scene from It's a Wonderful Life. It's like, I, I better go get my money out. I, I, I don't know if my bank's going to last, right? I just have a small little regional bank or the community bank or a credit union. Is, are they going to have money? I mean, this, this is what people are thinking. I'm talking to people every single day. They call my office, you know, wanting to reallocate assets, and, and they're scared. And they don't know what's going to happen. And so you started to have bank – I mean, the, the stock market halted trading this week on bank stocks, Right. And, and it's because of the contagion that's starting to spread. And some banks went down 65% in one day. Zion's bank went down 21%. Another bank went down 47%. Schwab came down. It's like all these banks, they're, they're just hitting the skids. And so th- this, what's going to be done? we got to stop this, right? So, so FDI, FDIC comes in and says, all right, well, boy, you know, the whole thing where we weren't going to do bailouts, let's, uh, you know, let's maybe do a bailout, right, because – then we'll just stick it to the taxpayers. We'll just we'll just take care of it. We'll print money like there's no tomorrow, and that's going to cause more inflation. But like you said, yesterday, everything seemed to be fine, you know, according to their messaging. We've got this under control. Biden was bragging about stopping the banking crisis. Like, you don't stop a banking crisis by halting trading, <laughs> you moron. Seriously. But, but this is what they're talking about. Well, today, the contagion spread to Europe. Right, because Saudi Arabia this morning said, hey, Credit Suisse, that we're now the majority shareholder of, we're not going to inject any more capital into these failing bank things. So, so this morning, Credit Suisse is down 21%, like in the first two hours of trading in the day. So the contagion has spread to Europe. Well, Josh, you and I have been talking for quite a while about central bank digital currencies, right, and how mm-hmm. the same people that broke the system – are coming up with the solution that says that they're fixing the system. Well, to them, 
who cares if, if their current way of banking goes belly up because they've got a new way of banking. They're still in charge, right? So, so it's just a sleight of hand. And, and, but with the new system comes all lots of freedom, all lots of privacy, the ability where they can control whether you buy or sell. It's complete control of people. If you want to control a person, you control their spending. So, but how, do you, how would somebody want to give away their freedom and their financial privacy and the ability to buy or sell? By, by a bank that's run by the government, and people don't trust governments, and people don't trust banks. It's like it's almost an implausible, impossible task. Well, not if everything collapses, right? So, so if everything collapses, people will willingly give up their freedom. So first, they start dismantling the petrodollar system. When Saudi Arabia at the World Economic Forum said, hey, we're going we're gonna to take away you know, the, the petrodollars as a mechanism for exchange, and we'll trade in whatever currency our trading partner uses. Well, that's one nail in the coffin. Number two, let's let's erode people's confidence in the banking system. Mm-hmm. You know, so so then this stuff starts happening, all in preparation for what I think is central bank digital currency coming down the road. You you have to erode people's fainted confidence in the system for them to want something that's so egregious and a loss of privacy. But but yet it gets worse. Because if you look, remember you know, a few weeks ago, Josh, we talked about the FDIC being underfunded and only having 1.38% of all deposits in America covered. 1.38%. There's $9 trillion worth of, of checking and savings accounts in America, and FDIC has $125 billion. Well, that's not enough. That's only 1.38%. That's not $250,000 per account. So let's look at just Silicon Valley Bank. They had $173 billion in deposits. How much of that was uninsured? $152 billion. $152 billion represents everything over $250,000. So what happens to that money? $152 billion down the drain. It's gone. It's uninsured. So they have $21 billion that FDIC covered. Okay, this is where it gets wild. FDIC has $125 billion. $21 billion, we just took 20% of all of the FDIC assets in one bank failure. You add Signature Bank to that, that's another $10 billion. Okay, now we're up to 25% of all the FDIC gone in two banks. Well, man, what if? What if it were Chase? What if it were one of the big ones? Chase has $55 trillion worth of derivatives debt. $55 trillion. That's a number that nobody could ever recover from, right? So, mm-hmm. so what we're seeing is the dismantling of the system as we know it. And it's not just relegated to U.S. banks. It's now spreading overseas to Europe with Credit Suisse and others. And I think this is just the beginning. It's the beginning of the end for banking as we know it. Okay. Well, I, I want to talk about some solutions when we get back because this is on everybody's mind. We've been talking about it for a long time, but people need to be prepared for what comes next. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. Loves her mama, loves Jesus in America too. She's a good girl. It's crazy about Elvis. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? 
go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skin care, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show. Now, Kirk, I'm, I'm looking at what's the situation that's unfolding here. I, I've said this for a while that we're, we're having a repeat of 1929. They're centralizing the banking control to the top six banks. We just saw this the other day. There was a report that came out that people are moving their money from the small banks to the large six, right? So centralizing banking power. Well, why? Because those six already have an integration of ESG. They already have an integration of DEI policies. They've already set up everything for central bank digital currencies. If we go back to the beginning of last year, those are the same six banks that were running the uh, the Federal Reserve's test on CBDCs. And so it makes sense that they're going to try to centralize this. Now, how can people protect themselves? Because, you know, people need a bank, right? People need to put their money in banks and have their money in banks. And we don't want to defund these small hometown banks. What are, what are the best practices? What, what can people do here? Well, so as far as banking goes, I would move to, you know, safest in pecking order would generally be like credit unions. Just by the, the way that they're owned, right? They're owned by the members. So they're never going to do anything outrageous. They're, they're generally not too big where they have a ton of international derivatives 
right? Um, like the big boys. Um, but they're not too small where they don't have enough capital to withstand a storm. Like your little one-off mom-and-pop banks, like Jones Bank and Main Street, right? It's like, mm-hmm. so credit unions are generally the safest because of the nature of how they're owned. And then regional banks from like 10 to 50 branches are probably safer. So by default, I would reallocate to, to some of these other banks. But that's still not necessarily safe because all banks can go under in a faltering economy. And we're seeing what's happening now. There's just a contagion spread. So outside of that, you start to look at what, what is real money, something that's tangible, right? So like silver, for example, you could use it for barter. It's a thing. It's not a digital asset in a digital world, right? So that's number one. But something that's private, something where it's not kind of open to the eyes of intrusive people saying, oh, we're going to do a bail-in tax. And you know, if it's something that's tangible that you have delivery of, that you can use, but it's also growing, right? So as we're seeing some bank stocks get hit 65% down in one day, 30-something percent, 40-something percent in a day. You know, on Monday, silver went up 6.5% because of a flight for quality, right? So just look at it as the pure um, safety of, of of an asset that could never go to zero. It can't because it's a thing. You know, when was the last time you saw a thing go to zero, Josh? You know, when was the last time you went to an auto dealer, a new car, used car, and they said, oh, cars are free today. It's like, no, they never go to zero. Or grocery stores. When was the last time eggs are free? Well, never. How about the last time you went to a gas station, right? And it's like, oh, gas is free today. No, it never goes to zero because things have an intrinsic value. It takes labor, it takes equipment, it takes energy, it takes effort to get it out of the earth, right? So there's always a cost. To a tangible thing where companies can go out of business overnight. We saw that with FTX. We saw that with three banks over the last, you know, 72 hours. We saw that with Enron back in the day. Things can go out of business overnight if they're a company. They can file for bankruptcy and it's poof, it's gone. Where things never do that. So if we're looking as wise and prudent investors to minimize our risk and maximize our return, you have to look at the downside risk. Things never go to zero. They just don't. So therefore, looking at it as pure safety in today's world, allocate into silver. But looking at it as a the tangible intangible, which is what it brings to the table, you could use it for trade, you could use it for party, you could use it as a de facto currency in a world where currency is going away, where banks are failing. Take advantage of these trends and have them work in your favor rather than against you by reallocating into safety. And that's where a tangible asset like silver really comes into play. Gold is also a tangible asset. It's good. However, you can't really use gold for barter in a worst-case scenario because it's too valuable, right? Silver is 20-something dollars an ounce. Gold is almost 2000 So it's hard to barter with something that's, that's that expensive. So low cost per ounce, small fractional sizes, you know, like one ounce, uh, it's amazing. What it actually does for you in protecting your freedom as well as a growth asset in a time where everything is falling apart. This is how I can still have a smile on my face because we have solutions. We have solutions for people to thrive. But, but people are concerned right now. The bail-in taxes, is that going to impact brokerage accounts? Is that going to impact our checking accounts? Well, yeah, that's what a bail-in does. It affects asset-based accounts, whether it's a brokerage account checking account, savings account, money market accounts. I mean, 
that's what it does. But but if you have a tangible asset, it's much harder in the grand scheme of things to actually do that via bail tax because it's a tangible asset that you would generally take delivery of. So diversify in the metals. <laughs> I, I like this idea. Um, are we going to see a run on the banks? I think we already have. And I think it's just the beginning, though. I mean, there's there's videos that I've seen of, like, Brentwood Bank in, in California, right? It's people lined up for blocks. You just said it at the beginning of the show. It's like, okay, I went and got some of mine out. But you're going to see this happen over and over and over again as more banks fail because it's human nature. People don't want their hard-earned assets, which should be the safe haven. You know, because here's the fallacy of banking. And you and I have talked about this. When you deposit money into a checking account, you're giving them a promissory note that says, hey, here's my $25,000 in my checking account. Um, and you get a statement every month that says you have $25,000. Well, that's a promissory note because it's not like the, the vision that people have of banks, this big marble building with a marble staircase and these marble pillars. And you go in and there's this big, huge, round steel vault door and you open it up and money just comes flying out, Right all these wads of hundreds rolled up in their band, and that's not how it is. As of the summer of 2020, the Federal Reserve, Regulation D, changed the reserve requirement to zero, so banks don't have to have anything on hand. So the reality is those vaults are empty, right? But when you give them a promissory note, what do, they, what do banks do? They're investing in the same thing you and I do. They're investing into stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, companies, Right. So the same thing that, that clients tell me all the time is like, hey, I'm investing some gold and silver, but I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. I'm getting out of the stock market, and I'm putting just sitting in cash, sitting on the sideline. It's like, oh, that's foolish. Right? Because you think that there's money in the vault at the bank. They're investing in the same thing that you're getting out of. You didn't actually do anything. And this is the fallacy of banking. Your, your statement that you get every month is a ledger entry that says, hey, Josh, you should have this is in your account, and hopefully not everybody comes in and wants it all at the same time because we don't really have it. We've invested it. This is what happened with SVP. This is what happened with Signature Bank. People went in to get their assets, and it wasn't there because they reallocated it. They invested it. And, and the Federal Reserve says your reserve requirement is zero. They don't have to have anything on hand. It's real easy to have a bank run when that's the case. Right, and so... What would you recommend for people out there? How much cash should they have on hand? Um, is cash even relevant? Are, are we going to see a bank crash? We're going to see the FDIC basically say, well, we can't do anything about this. And then are we going to see the foreign markets, China, so forth, start dumping the bonds back on the market? Um, yeah, you're going to see them start to dump it back on the market because foreign countries that hold bonds are going to want to get rid of them before they, they go any lower. So there's going to be a propensity for them to try to dump them. It's like, oh, man, if interest rates keep going up, the value of these bonds keep coming down, we're going to get rid of them now. As far as cash on hand, cash is still relevant because we need it. We need it properly. We need it to pay bills, right? So I would, you know, general rule of thumb, I'd keep about three months of expenses in cash, whether it's at the bank or at home, under the pillow kind of cash, right? Um, and and that was probably plenty, right? Because if you invest the rest, you allocate it into something that's tangible, something that's real, you can always sell it down the road to actually get your, your assets, get something that's liquid, right? But 
but don't have too much cash on hand because, or cash at all, because it gets you 0%, maybe 2% return interest in, in inflation is like 24% unofficially. Mm-hmm. Well, man, you're losing 20 to 22% a year by having too much cash. Having too little affects your peace of mind because you don't have enough for operating or for an emergency fund. So really about three months of expenses on hand in cash would be an adequate number. Okay, so three months. And then obviously gold and silver. So yeah, silver, if people want, they let's say they have 401ks that are losing 30, 40% right now. Let's say they have IRAs. Um, let's say they have cash in hand. What can they do? Well, I would reallocate into into that safety, right, into the thing, into something that's real like gold and silver. So just do an IRA rollover. Give our office a call, and you can. it's, it's a non-taxable event, right? You're just going from one IRA in a toxic asset to an IRA in something that's real and tangible. So that nothing ever changed. It's still an IRA. It's non-taxable rollover. And go into safety, right? That's That's what you should do is allocate into safety. In different times in history, there's different things that are safe. Sometimes it's stocks. Sometimes it's bonds. Right now it happens to be tangible assets like gold and silver. But take advantage of this trend so it'll put a smile on your face. But get out of the path of the hurricane, of banks failing, of stock markets tumbling, of treasuries you know, eroding because other countries are dumping them like yesterday's trash. Reallocate into safety. Awesome. Kirk, I appreciate your time today. We'll see you again next week, hopefully, on better terms with the banking industry. Guys, if you want to give Kirk a call, 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com. Scroll down to the bottom and fill out that form. We'll be right back with more Dr. Light Show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back with the Dark Delight Show. Back, everybody. Jim Bryce. Yes, sir. Pretty yeah. scary stuff that, that Kirk's talking about there, huh? The house is on fire, man. I tell you. Well, the you, house, okay. Jo- the house. The wait. house is on fire. On fire. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's a different That's the show. roof, but you know, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it is on Yeah, the roof is on fire. Um, but remember we talked about this when we talked about the US debt the when you saw the bond markets flipper, you know, a year and a half ago, we said, Hey guys, it's coming. You know, it's coming. It's like you can feel the train tracks rumbling, right? You put your ear to it, you can feel the vibration. But then you have the whole idea of, you know, the the US Remember it was about three two, three months ago. It was like, hey, why is gold and silver not on the the gold and silver paper ratio, why is that not on the on the debt clock anymore? Well, the M2 money's not there. Well, that's the backside money exchange that the big banks, big, 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 big banks do. So that's mm-hmm. a problem. That means they're not liquid. And then we're finding out that banks aren't liquid. So here's the problem. They said that they had a, a slush fund. Now, now, Biden went out and promptly said, oh, hey, man, we just happen to have this extra money laying over here. And we're just going to cover it with that money. Like we're gonna, we got this. It's just in fees that banks pay already. So we're just going to cover it. Well, where has this money been all along? And who's been playing with that money? Or where does that money really exist at? If you've got billions of dollars that you can cover up this loss with. Like it's a you know short of $100 billion. Like, oh, you just went and that. oh, hey, we got that? Well, what are you talking but, about? But, but that money. I mean, so let's just take SVB, for instance. Right. This is not your normal run-of-the-mill bank. 
Th- this mm-hmm. is where all of the big businesses, Roku, Netflix, all of them kept their money. This is where the owners of those companies kept their money. Billionaires, millionaires, okay? Like Gavin Newsom. Yeah, there's probably not a there's probably not a bank account there that had less than you know ten million dollars in it, right. and so Gavin Newsom went actually to Washington D.C. Okay, he went to Washington D.C. and lobbied what? for the bailout of, of SVB without disclosing the fact that he had millions of dollars in there and that his businesses. Wait, he, he's got nothing else better to do but run over to Washington D.C. and you know, are you kidding me? <clears throat> like that's what's this guy doing? Yep. And, oh man. Uh, I there's uh, man there's a there it, it something stinks sideways man. This is not good. I mean, you got Gavin Newsom involved, you got all these big tech companies and they're willing to bail those guys on instantly, but when's the last time you ever heard the government was going to come and pay your overdraft fees on your checking account? Well, that's the point, Jim. Is there's two systems here. There's a system right. for them, there's a system for us. You know, the banks get the bailout when the banks need it and the American people suffer, that happened in 2008 to 2010. Mm-hmm. And now a bank fails and they bail the people out because they're millionaires and billionaires and they're businesses that have to keep people employed. Well, guess what? They made the mistake by keeping their money with a bank that made, made bad investments. I, that's just – you know, this is the thing is businesses and banks – they need to fail. That, that is capitalism. Right. Businesses yeah. have to go about and make bad decisions, and they fail because that's how competition comes up. That's how the markets actually interact. But, but yeah. as we go about and we bail billionaires, and here's the thing. How many millionaires and billionaires would lose everything if SVB actually failed? A lot. And guess what? Yeah. Welcome to the game. That's the game of life. Yeah. That's how it goes. Don't diversify. Don't put all your eggs in one in one hand, right? You keep running Don't, that roulette table, keep spinning it, you know, on red, on red, on red, and it's eventually going to come up black, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, diversify your investments. And the fact that the FDIC has bailed these people out is absolutely atrocious. Because here's the thing: if that was your your small town home bank, let's say that was Bank uh, Tompkins Tompkins Bank and Trust, right? That's like the right. small town bank that's there in Western New York. If that was right. them. The federal government would laugh at you. The federal government would be like, oh, well, you're covered up to $250,000. And did you know that with that $250,000, is it's an insurance note. So it's an insurance claim. Do you know how long they have to, the, the, the federal government has to pay you out on that? It's not the next day. It's not the next day. Do you know how long it is? Uh-uh. 99 years. No way. Yep, ninety nine years. Come on. So they'll That's like, say, what, yeah, ten dollars a ten dollars a day or something like that. Yeah. A dollar so, a day. So let's say you like... have a million dollars in there. Okay. Right. You have a million dollars in there. They, they can pay you, let's say, twenty thousand dollars a month, or they can pay you five thousand dollars a month, or they can just give you a thousand dollars a month. Wow. They don't have to pay you lump sum, and they won't pay you lump sum. But these people, oh, they they just paid them lump sum because they're businesses, and we have to save and protect American infrastructure. No, let them fail. Let them fail. Yeah. yeah. No, and it, and it becomes a cautionary tale, and suddenly we're going to start, you know, getting reality to what these – okay, we talked about this. It's, this is all casino, guys. First of all, hold on a second. If you guys are feeling bad about these banks and all this other stuff, the sad part of this is is all this has been casino money built on casino money, on casino money, on casino money. It's not real. 
And we're all over here trying to talk about this as a tangible asset. But in reality, we've talked about these are just zeros. They made them up. They need more money. They just punch another zero in the end. They don't go out and physically acquire gold at a trillion, you know, trillion dollars worth of gold and put it into an asset, you know, storage facility. No, they're just like, eh, we need another zero in there. Boop, and they put it in. And then they then that they're, they're mad at us and they'll come after your tangible assets. They'll come after your tangible life to say that you need to repay if you miss a payment on your house or your truck or your whatever credit card. You know, they'll run your name through the, the newspaper and put you on a list and all this other stuff. These guys, they got paid out on their bonuses on Friday. Their realized bonuses that weren't supposed to pay out until mm-hmm. uh, May or something like that. They got their realized bonuses on Friday right before the banks came in. And then they're going to they're going to go ahead and let them have that. Oh, they're letting them. The FDIC is letting them have their bonuses because they want them to cooperate with the transition. Well, the transition to what? And who's the bridge bank, by the way? That whole thing stinks high heaven. Well, listen, Credit Suisse is crashing right now. Um, this is this is the the tip of the iceberg. This is the beginning of the dominoes, and if. We're going to think that, you know, the big, big six are protected. And, and that's where I had my money. I mean, I, I took some cash out, but that's where I had my money. But listen, right. nothing's going to change. OK, if, if we think that politicians are going to save us, I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat, they're not going to save you. OK, Mm-mm. this is this is the key here. And I talked about this last night at extent on my podcast that we need we need. To rise up as the American people, millions upon millions strong, and send a message to the corporations and federal government. And the message is not going to be, please, can you do this for us? Please, can you change this? Please help us. The message is Mm -hmm. going to be, do this now or face the consequences. And I'm not talking about violent revolution or anything like that. What I'm talking about is this, is we have the First Amendment. Within that First Amendment is a redress of grievances. If those grievances are not redressed, our founding fathers laid this out perfectly. James Madison, Federalist 46, said that when the government fails, the federal government fails to Mm -hmm. do the will of the people, the people have the right through the First Amendment to go out there and perform actions of civil disobedience. Okay? And so what I say is what we need here, Jim, Mm -hmm. is we need the American people to come together, millions upon millions of strong, and say, listen, this is what's going to happen. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Secretary of Defense Austin, Secretary of State Blinken, Attorney General, the Attorney General, are all going to resign. We want them to tender their resignations effective immediately. Mayorkas from the DHS, tender your resignation immediately. Christopher Wray, FBI, tender your resignation immediately. Okay? Yeah. That's the first thing. The second thing is Congress needs to do internal investigations, and there needs to be a new protocol basically levying all federal power directly to the states until new elections can come about. This government has completely failed us. All administrations need to be completely dismantled. And you know how you do this? You know how you make them comply with you? You say, if this is not done by this time, (laughs) every single American citizen will go out there that's involved in this, and we will pull our money out of the banks. 
We will do a run on the bank. We will pull our money out of the banks. And what we will do is we'll change our direct deposits from our, our jobs that we work at. Second thing that we will yeah. do is we will no longer be paying taxes. Full exempt. Fully exempt. Yep. And you want to know how fast those banks will be calling for the resignation of Joe Biden and everybody else? Absolutely. Well, a lot of this is displaced faith and understanding that we think that bankers and uh, politicians have some type of supernatural power or ability that we don't have as as citizens. We are the power. The the, the greatest thing in humanity, and I'm going to tell you guys, I don't care where you, when you think this earth started rotating or when you think earth's history started, the greatest thing that humanity ever had was the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't look at that document and read that as if it's it's honestly is your Bible, you're not paying attention. That is your that is everything you need to understand what is going on in your world right now. You want a history lesson and you understand the living history you're in right now, go there and read that. Humanity was given a gift in that moment. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Find yourself a hard copy of it, memorize it, whatever you got to do. But your Declaration of Independence is the time that you're living in now. And it is real. This is your moment. I mean, you guys all talk about being revolutionists, you three percenters and the whole, you know, that, you know, 1776ers and I'm all this and I'm all that. Well, prove it. That's right. All right. We'll be right back. Ooh. Just a few minutes. More Dark Delight Show. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. 
My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Great tune. Man. Boom. Yeah. You know what? At least at the end of the world, Jim, we'll still have good music. Yeah, man. This is great. This is awesome. All right. Get the vinyl out. Get the generator going. We'll play her till he dies. All right. You know, yeah. I, I'm uh, planning a garden. So <clears throat> we've been doing red pill preppers to get prepared. And, and you know, I'm like driving down the road and I saw 10 acres today. And I'm like, oh, hey, hey. And I thought I had a house on it. So I'm looking it up and there's no the house is separate. I'm like, oh, yeah, I wanted the house on it. But, right. you know, I, I urge people out there, buy a piece of land, acre, five acres, 10 acres, whatever you can get, buy a piece of land. And the reason I say that is because if this collapse does happen, the one thing that's going to happen is the big banks are going to call in all loans, mortgages, and notes. Mm-hmm. Okay? They're going to do that. And right. that means that people could be left homeless. And we know how sheriffs will act. A lot of sheriffs in conservative states are going to be like, eh, not happening. You can stay right. in your house, right? But for those situations where that doesn't happen, if you have a, you know, an RV, if you have a piece of land, your taxes on that land are paid up. Right. You have a place to go. You have a place to live. You have a place to be free. You have a place to, to have a garden and plant and grow your own food and create a homestead. And I think that that's, that is, that's America, right? To me, that's right. America, is, is having land that you own, that you don't have to worry about the federal government coming in and, and, and occupying your land or kicking or a bank coming in and kicking you out. Right. And you can get an acre of land fairly cheap thousand bucks you can get an acre of land for a thousand fifteen hundred bucks and an acre of land is big it's it's a football field yeah well um you know there's parts of uh well parts of kansas you can still get acreage for three hundred dollars an acre and i know maybe people are like well kansas what's there well not people you know <laughs> there's not a lot of people messing with you you can do what you want to do and do your thing well why would i want to be out there again not people you know, the, it's you know an hour outside of Wichita, going east or west. You can get an acreages. You know, you, you can get into a thousand acres for two hundred thousand dollars with a house. I mean, think about that. That's that's a that's a big life change right there. There's places you can go. Now, granted, uh, Kansas has got issues. Florida's got issues. Whatever. I mean, right now, Florida's trying to quote unquote give back the citizens their right to carry or conceal carry. It's like no. You're not giving me back anything. How about you just repeal all the gun laws you have, and then we'll call it good, instead of saying you're going to give me back something. And that's that's uh, that's a misuse of terms, right? Right. Well, you know, you need to send me any information you have about three hundred dollar an acre land in Kansas because I think I'd buy that. <laughs> um, I've searched and I cannot find three hundred acre land or three hundred dollars an acre for land in Kansas. But you know, for people yeah. out there, listen. It's it, it's time to prepare for potentially worst case scenario. Um, the the new world order is ushering in their great reset. What does that mean? Right. 
political, social, and economic reset. That, that's what that means. It means right. society is going to be ran completely differently. That means all the institutions, academic, all this stuff is going to be differently ran. Political. No longer a constitutional republic. That is what they are trying to kill right now. That's why they're trying to provoke a civil war. And then economic, yes, we are going to go to this quasi-communist economic system that China has ran. Basically what that means is it's public-private partnerships where the government owns 49 to 51% of your company and has a direct say in what happens with your company. Mm-hmm. And you uh, you can do nothing about it. Right. Well, and that's the sad part is we've allowed so much of this to continue on uh, without realizing that we've built the mousetrap for ourselves. We got cages that we built for ourselves through our own fear, through our own hesitation. Uh, there's a statement I use, and I, it's usually when people are driving, he who hesitates dies. You know, when you kind of lurch out in traffic and then you're like, oh, oh well, now, I'm, now I'm out and I can't pull back because there's a guy behind me. Mm-hmm. Um Kind of the same idea in life. He who hesitates dies. There's so many opportunities we've had where we could have really gone in and maintained or, or retaken our power, but now we don't know how to practice it. It's it's like getting in the game and you haven't practiced for three years. You haven't you haven't shot a, a hoop in three years. You haven't thrown the football in three years, and suddenly you're in for quarterback. Uh, it takes a little bit to get up to speed, but the thing is, guys, is you have those skills. You just need to know how to practice them. But also, what does it mean? Teamwork. Right. Teamwork, getting together with your neighbor, knowing who your neighbor is. Right. Knowing those things and then also having that relationship with the sheriff. We've talked about all these key things over and over again. And yet we're still people out there. Well, I don't know. You know, Jim, it's, it's just <laughs> well, dangerous. I, time out I there. think that will pull through. Um, yeah, you know yeah, what? If we do you know. pull through, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to have some extra cash at your house. Right. Yeah. You're gonna have some extra cash at your house. You're going to have some gold and silver and you're going to have some right. acreage. Right. Yep. No, this is absolutely real. And think about that, guys. I mean, what you're 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 investing in yourself. There's nothing we've said here. It's like, all right, we got this really cool insider. All right, uh, Deutsche Bank, put your money there. It's like, no, put your assets in you. Put your faith in you. Put your faith in your fellow man that is has the same like minded as you, guys. Remember all those soy boys out there in skinny jeans and and out there with their nose rings and twenty two thousand piercings and Five thousand dollars in tattoos on one arm, they're going to be the ones that are going to be gone first because they're not going to know how to survive. They're not going to be the ones that are going to be able to pull this off when things do go wrong. So they're going to be looking to you for leadership. So don't worry about what who your enemy is. Your mm-hmm. greatest enemy right now is your your own inaction. That's what you have to worry about. You know, you're absolutely right. And so. I, I hate having these conversations because they they are very doom and gloom, right? Mm-hmm. But they're necessary. They are absolutely necessary to have because this world is crumbling under corruption, under conspiracy, and under the guise of a a global elite who will stop at nothing until they get their way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's... we have to we have to move forward. We have to continue doing what we're doing. Yeah. Well, imagine though. I mean, imagine those that are literally. You know, working at their their uh, what do you call it woke job, right? And they're over there gender affirming, and they're getting their things cut off, and all this other stuff, and they're not paying attention to any of this stuff. I mean, when this whole thing this whole thing comes crashing down, and the only guys that are making the rules are the guys with the guns and the beards, 
I mean, all that gender affirming <laughs> really kind of goes out the way, right? Yeah. So, no, there's uh, yeah, it, there's there's a lot to be said about uh, toxic masculinity. Mask. Wow, I can't even say masculinity. it. So, so masculine. Yeah. Masculinity. Um, toxic masculinity is not toxic. It's ac- absolutely necessary, and it's what we need to be thinking of in our days going forward. You know, all these, you know, oh, I like him because he's got no chest hair and he's so pretty and all this other stuff. It's like, well, you kind of need a dude that knows how to, you know, survive, right? You know, and needs how to, knows how to dress an animal and uh, how to, you know, smoke meats and do certain things for you and maybe protect you in that moment where you're fearful. So, I mean, the whole ideology of how we've set up men in our culture Girls, the girl, the guy, the guys that the girls pushed away is being, you know, oh, he's smelly and got armpit hair, you know, and uh, maybe they're not the the you know the gym rats aren't as hot as they used to be all of a sudden when things aren't going well. Yep, and you know, I just there was some interesting news that came out there. Federal investigators examined Trump's media. Trump media for possible money laundering sources say that it, apparently there is an acceptance of $8 million with suspected Russian ties. And this is the state of New York that's doing this. You want to know what I'm going to, I'm going to say right now? <laughs> this is absolute disinformation, uh-huh. garbage, not true. Shiny objects. Shiny objects. All right. Yep. Guys, Jim's going to join you for the next hour. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Yep. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Take care. See you later. See you, man. There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome, everybody, to the Dark to Light Show, the second hour of your extended lunch hour here on Mondays and Wednesdays with your host here, Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you guys ever want to look me up, uh, thejimpriceshow.com is the website. So thejimpriceshow.com is the website. Look it up. Uh, you know, Send me an email, jimprice at thejimpriceshow.com. We can chat it up. And you guys have been so complimentary to me and uh, bringing me in and to the family at WYSL. I do appreciate everything you guys have done. And uh, it's been great to be a part of that. Now, in these times when me and Josh are talking about, you know, the roof is on fire. Uh, I talked about this in even the beginning of the show when I first came on is that, you know, we're in here cooking dinner in the kitchen, but the house is on fire. We're, we're acting as if nothing is going on. Nothing is happening. And yet we've had all these indicators. And the sad part of it is, is that human nature of things is is what they're planning on. They're They're planning on the the apathy or the lethargy of, of people just not really putting forth any effort. And that's that's the plan. That is the plan. They want to they they got you your you know you got your your Pringles and you got your Cheetos and you got your Gatorade and you got your you know your monster energy drink and you you know you got your latte or your frozen you know whatever and you hey guys I get it. I like them all myself. 
I'm the same guy. But I've actually been changing a lot of those things in my life. So I do. Now, I had I had an adverse reaction to any type. I say adverse reaction. My body just got tired of dealing with the soybean, right? And dealing with all the, the fillers. And so my body's like, hey, dude, um, things don't work right around here. You need to fix it. And so I started working on a path of getting me better. And it has allowed me to see things differently and, and watch my body feel better from not being so inflamed. But at the same time, they're not, they're only, they're keeping you guys on the couch. They're keeping you on Netflix. They're keeping you on the cable TV. They're keeping you on the high speed internet. So you don't have to even hesitate to look at that little donut of death that you have to wait for loading. I mean, how many times have you just walked away from a website when it took too long to, to load? Think about that. You, you won't take 15 seconds to let a website that has, you know, tons and tons of information to load up to your phone through the atmosphere. Like you won't even let that happen for a second. You know, you're like, ah, this is just taking too long. I don't know why. I mean, and you move on. Well, that's exactly, that's exactly what they're counting on. They have built into you the idea that it, if you don't load right away, move on. If it takes too long to get to the point, people move along. They're te- they, you've taught them. You have taught them what you're willing to tolerate. You've taught them that during the lockdowns, you're willing to take whatever they give you. You're willing to put chemicals into your body that they have not defined to you. They have not even defined to you what the amoeba, what the amoeba, the living thing in the vaccines are. They're not even willing to tell you that. There is, so they, when they keep these, um, these, these uh, vaccines in the freezers at, Sub-zero temperatures were like 32 degrees below zero or 80 degrees below zero, whatever it is. Whatever this is wants to be alive so bad that they have to freeze it to that level. But the moment that it gets to temperature in your body, these, these things unfold out of this vaccine and into your body and start multiplying and, and, and attaching to your body in different ways. Now, I'm not making this up. In fact, I'm working to get the lady who actually talks about this quite exclusively I want to get her on my show. Now, I do a, a show on Brighty on TV uh, at 8.30 Eastern at, eight, at night. I do a live uh, one-hour long interview uh, on my show at uh, 5 p.m. each night. And then I obviously do the radio show here middays with you guys. And so I'm trying to get the information out there for you guys to understand all this. Now, I want to hurt your feelings a little bit more because I, I, I want you to get upset. And I don't, I didn't say, you know, I didn't say what you need to do with your, your feelings, but I, you need to start having some feelings here. Your, your emotions need to be riled up. You need to have that little pitter pat in your heart where you're like, Hey, 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 no, no, we're not going to do this anymore. This is not how we're going to play this game. We're going to change the rules, timeout. You know, the zebras aren't calling the game fair. We're going to get out of this. We're going to go do something different. We're taking our ball. We're going to go home. And, guys, it's really just that easy. Your your energy intention, your focus, what you focus on in your life is your reality. Uh, let me give you the – and I know I've, I, I'm giving – I'm trying to do a lot of uh, mind's eye stuff here with you today. But you guys ever heard of the two-slit experiment where physicists have actually shown that when there's two slits in a piece of paper and then light is shined through that, as they measure it, uh, the light forms two lines on the object behind it. And the, I'm, I'm, I'm just paraphrasing. I'm making it very simple. 
I know there's a lot of people like, okay, Jim, it was, and then, you know, I'm not doing the science, true scientific uh, explanation of this, but basically they shine a light, two slits in the paper, the object behind, the piece of paper behind gets two slits of light on it. But when they don't observe it, the light is scattered on the piece of paper behind the two slits. Now, what I'm giving you is not only a physics lesson, but I'm also giving you an intention or energy lesson as well. What I'm telling you is that when you focus on something, when you pay attention to something, when you when you have your intention, your I mean, I don't know what, what do you want to call it. What do you you want to say? It's your prayer time, your your meditation time, your time with the Lord. What 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 do you want to what do you want to call it? Your intention, right? And if you give attention to those two, that light going through those two slits, and they measure and they can be seen as two lines on the piece of paper behind it. But when you don't observe it, it's scattered. That's your life in definition right there. That's your intention. That is, if you want a million dollars, then your intention needs to be a million dollars, but that's what you need. You need a million dollars cleared. So that means that you should be making somewhere around $10 million so that you have a million dollars left over that you don't even have to think about. Or if you want that yacht, or you want that acreage, or you want that airplane, or you want your freedom, you want your liberty, then you focus on freedom and liberty. My, 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 when I started on the radio in, uh, in Wichita on KQAM, AM and FM out there, the very first thing I said, well, what do you want your show to be about? I said, I want it to be about individual freedoms and individual liberties. We stand with all patriots. They're like, well, where'd you come up with that? I said, well, that's, I thought everybody thought that way. They're like, well, that's, that's unique. That's great. That's awesome. I'm like, no, that's not awesome if I'm the first one to talk about this this way. But individual freedoms and individual liberties, and we stand with all patriots, God and country people first. We stand with all patriots. I've been saying that. I've been talking about that. It's on my website. It's in, in all these things. But there is an absolute necessity in us to, put, to pay attention to certain things and put our energy to it. And I want to, when, when we come back from the, the commercial break, I'm, I want to read you, I'm going to read you my poem I wrote back in 2020. It was right in October 2020. It was when the Brianna Taylor stuff was going on, when, you know, say her name, right? That was a thing that they did, you know, was it the George Floyd stuff and the, and all this other stuff. And then the, the Brianna Taylor story fell apart because they, you know, things just, it wasn't a clean story. It wasn't a good racist story. But it was also a no-knock warrant story, and it really shows you how no-knock warrants can go sideways very, very fast. And it went, I mean, not mine, when they did they did the, the uh, swatted my house twice, I had the red dot to my forehead. I know what that feeling is, and I know how things could be really bad instantaneously. But I wrote a poem, and I'm going to read it to you guys after the break, and I want you guys to, to listen to it because I want you to be mindful that there is a world around you that you are responsible for. Your energy, your intention, your focus, <coughs> excuse me, is really where your life is going. I, I say at the, <coughs> excuse me, at the end of my show, and I always say this, your future is a reflection of your heart now. Make sure your heart's in the right place, being better than you were the day before every day. And actually, Amelia Love is uh, just printed her book out, and I'm actually on the back cover that my quote is on the back cover of her book. And if you think about what that means when I said that, your future is a reflection of your heart now. Make sure your heart's in the right place. 
Well, when we think about when we cover our heart, we put our hand in our heart, that's intention, right? That's that energy of your hand is is there and it's it's sinking up with your heart and you say I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic. See, even there it tells you we're a republic, to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, meaning never can't be taken apart, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Now think about because you have your hand on your heart, you're showing that your heart yeah, that's where you're you're holding that. That's where you're harboring that. That's where your intention is, is that your heart believes that. Your mind believes it. And then your voice resonates that with other people. The resonating of your voice, the resonating, the singing, the harmonization, the words coming together, coming out of your mouth, a group of people all standing there together saying the same thing all at once tells everything around you how important that statement really is. And just like they took the brass bells out of our churches and out of our buildings that used to resonate and create a frequency of healing in our bodies and our minds and our environment, they've taken those away from us. They've taken down those chimes. They've, they've untuned our music around us, and we need to be mindful of that. So these are the times when you actually start thinking, hey, how do I want to do this different? How do I want to be the difference makers? And that's where you start is inside of you. Well, guys, we've got a commercial break coming up here in WYSL. Guys, don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skincare, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from Responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. 
My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, it's Jim Price, the Dark Delight Show. Thank you guys so much for being here. We wanted you to hear this song because it was uh, the. This is the kind of thing that you, the kind of time for us right now to actually think about what our country really means to us. You know, thinking about the old rugged cross, think about that old flag. You know, this is that moment. This is that time. You, you are those people, and there's no there's no shame in getting a little bit of emotional, a little bit tied up in, in what is going on. And and uh, there's so many things around us that we need to be thankful for, but we also need to remember why we're here and what we're doing. And let me give you a definition real quick, and this is actually from Black Laws Dictionary. It says, uh, terror, alarm, fright, dread, the state of mind induced by the apprehension of hurt from some hostile or threatening event, or manifestation, fear caused by the appearance of danger. Uh, It's an indictment for riot. Uh, It must be charged that the acts done were to terror of the people. Now, think about how they've been creating terror in your life, terror in your daily life, terror in your money, terror in your food. Uh, East Palestine, Ohio, uh, the different uh, cities around the country where we've had these fires and these pop-ups and the balloon and Hunter Biden's laptop and all these things. These are all terrorizing moments. But then we have paradigm blindness. It's the, it's the side effect of the MK Ultra, them mind-manipulating us. That says that, well, the neighbor's house has always been on fire, and when the house on the other side of you goes on fire, you don't even notice it because you're just so used to houses being on fire around you and that terror that they've put into you. But I wrote this, this was back in October of 2020, and I woke up about 2, 2.30 in the morning, which probably wasn't real irregular, but I had this come to my mind, and I started writing it down in my notes in my phone. I just pulled up my phone, I put to notes. And I started typing this out. And this was about the time that Brianna Taylor was a thing and they were trying to make it a race baiting issue and, and continue on with the riots and destruction of our country. We were just right before our election. And so I wrote this out. And it's actually available uh, on my website. You guys can go take a look at it and you can buy a signed copy of it even or just a regular hard copy. It says, uh, say her name, America. Her name is America. She is freedom. She is the only reason peace on earth past, present, or future, that has ever been or ever will be free from tyranny. She has bled, cried, and died for each of us. Over her beautiful hills and dales, she has prepared for us a home we must earn. This home is built with honor, dignity, and peace, and the pursuit of happiness. She is here so we can rest our weary heads, for freedom is never free. We must battle against those that are evil, against those who wish to bring freedom to her knees. Each day we struggle against those who take away freedom for the sake of safety. 
To be free, you must practice bravery. Bravery is not born in each of us. Selfishness is the root cause of all evil in our hearts. We must practice selflessness to, to achieve bravery. We must be brave and hold dear the hopes and dreams of a nation. When those with evil in their hearts choose to bring harm to those who are not brave, it is the duty, nay the honor, of those that can to stand strong and resolute until others can join the fight for freedom. No one has ever rang the bell of freedom without the fear of loss. This loss can be of your individual freedom, your individual liberty, your pursuit of your happiness, or even your life. No one has ever been guaranteed the perfect outcome, rather the best outcome for the effort you put forth. When the duty of freedom calls, how will you respond to her? How will you rise up to meet her? How will you create a better world for those that do not know or understand freedom? How will your actions bring those real values of freedom into the hearts of many? Whether in this life or at the judgment seat of Christ, you will have to answer this question. Were you a good and faithful servant to freedom and her cause? Did you fight tirelessly for those who could not against those evildoers willing to destroy freedom? What did you do when freedom called your name? So anyway, I get a little wound up when I think about our country. And what we've lost. But I'm also really strengthened by the idea that what could we gain? What could we gain? We've lost so much. We've lost our freedoms. We've lost our liberties. We've lost our ability to even fight. But what if we did fight? What if we did stand up? How much of an upward trajectory do we really have to freedom? How much, how much growth room do we really have? And there's times when we think about how dark it really is right now. Think about how beautiful those sunsets would be and the sunrise would be when you know that the freedoms that you have are yours, that you took hold of your life and your future and your dignity and your your cause. It became a part of you and the, your children's children will remember how you stood up for freedom. So you got that trajectory. You got that ability right now in your time, in your hands, in your in your energy and who you are, you were born and now you have the opportunity to be that person, to be those people that they write stories about, that they do documentaries on, that they do the, 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 the trilogies on, that they sit there and they just can't even tell the story of how amazing you were in, in, in two hours. They got to go to six and eight and 12 hours to explain how you fought against people who want to destroy humanity how you fought to bring humanity back to freedom that maybe we didn't even understand we could have. And, and we go back even further than the 1776 effect that we actually say, you know what, that wasn't even free enough. That wasn't even free enough. We want to be even more free than that. And how dare, how dare, you, how dare you even dream that, right? According to Klaus Schwab, according to uh, Uncle Joe, According to Uncle Barry and Aunt Hillary, they all believe that you, how dare you dream of freedom? How dare you, how dare you dream of freedoms and liberties for you and your family? 
and they want to crush that ability. They want to crush you, and you're not going to let that happen. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever, because you'll be the difference makers. You'll be the people that stand up and say, I, I will not live on my knees, but I will fight, and I will die on my feet, and I will do whatever it takes so that others understand what it real fight looks like and what real freedom really is, that they'll never, ever give in to this again. They'll never go back to that corrupt fiat currency system, to that fiat effect of our lives of being fake and plastic and cheap. We won't go back to China for their plastic junk anymore. We're going to go back to America and the way that we would craft things. I mean, why is it that you go to an antique store and you start looking at some of those old things like, man, why don't we build things like this anymore? Why don't we build things out of metal? Why aren't toys metal? And don't tell me it's for safety. Safety is not what you want. That's what they keep telling you. They've been giving you all this soft soy boy stuff because of safety and safety and safety. That's what the government chemical in your arm that gives you AIDS cancer. That's what safety looks like. How about a metal Tonka toy? How about a BB gun? How about a tractor? How about a truck with a stick shift on a column, a three-speed on the tree? That's what I took my driver's license test in. I took my driver's license in an in a, in a F-150 with a three on the tree where you got to figure out how to keep your hand on the, the shifter and you're driving and the clutching and the, the turn signal and all the other stuff. I had to parallel park and I had to do all those things. And it was amazing. And I accomplished that because it was a great time to be alive. And what about you? Are you alive? Are you the difference maker? Are you the person that's going to go talk to your neighbor right now? You're going to text them. You're going to call them say, hey, listen, tonight, tonight, meet me at my house. As soon as you get off, bring the wife over. We're going to do this until the sun comes up. We're going to figure out what freedom and liberty really means to you and I, and we're going to make it even bigger than that. We're going to start with a goal, and we're going to exceed that by a 1,000%. Because you guys are the difference makers. You guys are the freedom. You are the freedom that we all need. So when freedom called your name, what did you do? What happened? And when you have to ask that question, how will it sound coming out of your mouth? Will you be proud of those words? Will those words resonate with others to make them do the same thing? Will you put so much effort into it that people will have freedom that they don't even know what, it, what it, they don't even know what they have? And they'll be terrified of the freedoms because suddenly they can make choices on their own without ever having to look around and get a permit to get married, to get a permit to put a shed in your yard, to get a permit to change the landscaping in your front yard. Your HOA has to tell you whether it's okay to change your roof or what color to paint your house. That's not freedom. There's not a, one ounce of that's a freedom. Taking a risk is freedom. Looking at the value of your life and saying, what do you want to look like? That's what freedom is. Guys, thank you so much for being here on the Dr. Light Show. We've got a commercial break coming up. I'll be right back. And we've drawn the line Our flag is up since our people went down And now we're together from the country to town We live back in the woods, you see Dark Delight on the WYSL stations All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. Thank you guys so much for being here on WYSL. Guys, thank you so much for your extended lunch hour. Now, I know that the world around us seems 
you know, like, well, there's just a lot of stuff going on. But I'm going to tell you, let me give you one thing with uh, Kirk Elliott and what Josh has been talking about today. If you would have bought, let's say, $1,000 in silver last week, okay? Let's say it's just 1000 uh Silver's up $2 since last week. Literally up $2. I mean, it's not even like, it's not even a kind of deal. Like, it was at, we had two nineteen. Uh, $20.16, $20, uh, $20.18, somewhere in there last week, and we're at $22.20 right now. Uh, that tells me, guys, that there is something going on. And if you actually go on to APMEX.com and you play around with their silver index there, it shows you. You can pl- plug in. It says U.S. dollar, and you can see that the U.S. dollar is in steady decline against silver. I mean, that shows you right there. It's there's a huge, huge gap that's happening uh, between silver and and, uh, and the U.S. dollar. So, yes, you want to be able to have, commit commerce or you be able to do commerce. But what if you had barter? What if you had neighbors? What if you had that community around? Now, one of the things that I, we've all talked about here is the collapse of things, right? Oh, the collapse of this and that. I want you guys to understand when Trump said the prophetic words, and I know that, I'm, that prophetic is a very touchy subject because that means that somehow God is speaking through him. But sometimes I'm really using that word only to say that, you know, he was predictive. He had the ability to say something that seems very predictive. Now, Silicon Valley Bank gave $73 million to Black Lives Matter. Okay? I want you to listen to what I said here. Now, Silicon Valley Bank has been around for 20 years. Just three years ago, about the exact same time Black Lives Matter came around, they got themselves a inclusion specialist, somebody who was working on the diversity portion of their bank. And since then, in the last three years, Silicon Valley Bank, who's now been bailed out by you or by the quote-unquote bank fees that were paid into the bank fee system that protects banks or whatever you want to call it, they have paid into Black Lives Matter, $73 million. Now, when we talk about this, I want you guys to think about what this really means because Black Lives Matter has received 84, 82, I'm sorry, 83, sorry, 83, $83 billion over the last three years. Listen to the words I'm saying here, folks. This is not about you. This is not about equality. This is all about money laundering. Remember FTX? They lost uh, somewhere, on, guys, it was somewhere around in the 80-some billion dollar range. FTX, remember the whole exchange that, that Sam Friedman kid who's out on bail, who doesn't seem to have a court date anytime soon? Remember he lost 80-some billion dollars? Well, <laughs> Black Lives Matter has taken in... now. Think about this. What houses have they bought for communities? What what reclamation projects have they done? What parks have they put in? What scholarships have they provided? $83 billion has been given to Black Lives Matter from 23andMe, uh, 3M, uh, let's see, Adidas, Adobe, AIG, Airbnb, Albertsons, uh, Alliance of Global, Allstate, Ally Financial, Amazon. These are just the A's. American Express. These are... These are all the people that have been giving money to Black Lives Matter at a tune of $83 billion. We do have a caller coming, uh, calling in. Dave, are you there? Yeah, yeah, one of your biggest fans, quite literally. Um, Thank you, sir. <laughs> another great show. I love the poem. 
Um, BLM so, stood for by large mansions. I thought I'm confused. I don't oh, know. absolutely. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, you're talking about silver, and I could not figure out for the longest time why it was so low. And my buddy kept telling me, "Quit buying it because you're tanking it." You know, and uh, oh. I did get in at 21 and a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's it's a crazy world out there. And uh, like I say that poem. I'm I'm going online and go get me a copy. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, one of the things on silver being replaced. Uh, is actually Lehman Brothers loses about a billion dollars a day, but they make about a hundred billion selling silver to the open market. So that's an absolute real thing. There's a loss, so there's a gain. Uh, I wanted to go over that with you real quick, but hey, that poem is available out there. And thank you, Dave, for being a part of that. Um, I I really do want people to think about what's going on around them and what they need to do to step up. Yep, yep. They got to keep their eyes open. But like you say, a lot of these uh, soy boys, for lack of a better term, don't have a clue. And you know, you, you can't go to the bank. You got twenty grand in savings. You can't go to the bank and say, "I'd like the twenty thousand dollars," because they're going to tell you, "Well, you need to make an appointment. We don't have that much cash here right now." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fractional yeah. lending. Would you say zero percent now? It used to be ten. <laughs> yeah. um, if you're going to take out some money, you got to take it out a couple thousand at a time. You know, you. Right. You can't be, uh, oh, i just going to look what it is. It doesn't really work that way in reality. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and guys, remember, even your pawn shops and other places like that have valuable uh, assets that can be bought as well. Gun shows where they guys will have uh, silver and gold coins laying around. Might be a time to really start looking into those those little pieces of silver you kind of thought were just quarters and dimes. They have real value today. Yeah, as uh Somebody who follows you up might say uh, gold, silver, and brass to cover your you-know-what. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> right? That's a real thing. Dave, it's been fantastic having you. You doing all right out there, man? Keep up the good work. Yeah, we got a little yeah. spell here in Rottenchester, but uh, yeah, keep up the good work. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you soon. See ya. Well, yeah, that's and that's that's it right there. And that's the conversation you have with your neighbor. That's the conversation you have with the guy that's checking you out at the – at the at the convenience store when you get your coffee in the morning or the lady at the grocery store or the guy at the meat market. You know, when you're going down and talking to the, the meat processor who's processing different turkeys and uh, geese and duck and all this other stuff. And and uh, you're finding out what extra organ meat is laying around and what you can do to buy, you know, buy up some extra wild game. The sad part of it is, as I told you guys, there's 100 million doses of uh, vaccines that were given out to wild animals in our country by the Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. This was actually in Hunter's Magazine. Uh, The Hunting Magazine was bringing this up, and people weren't talking about it. They weren't paying attention the way they should. So we have so much going on um, that we have have so much going on that gives you the righteous indignation— Righteous indignation. You guys have been to church. You guys have heard this before. Well, well, you know that's the that's for the Lord. You know, and the Lord brings down the column of fire and burns up. You know, no. Righteous indignation is defined by the fact that you know someone has willfully, willfully done you or someone in your life wrong. Someone that you have and you're charged with, right? Someone you're in charge of. Your child, your mother, your father, you. <laughs> they've harmed you. Righteous indignation is you taking the action, knowing that they have done this, and you need... Now, this is not you getting your extra pound of flesh, but this is you going back and making it right. This is you going back and doing and putting things back to where freedom is real. 
Now, not just going back and putting your bank account to, to one side and make, oh, okay, I got that fixed, and now I'm done having righteous indignation. No, 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 no. I want my freedoms and liberties. I want to. I want to have nothing. I here's your challenge, folks. I want you to put me out of business, to put me out of the talk show, talking head, whatever you want to call me. Run me out of business. I want to be bored and talking about. Well, guys, it's time to plant your marigolds today because that's all we got to do is just. Plant marigolds. Well, this Friday, we're going to go ahead and plant our potatoes because it's St. Patrick's Day. We've got to get our gardens in. Uh, that's what I want the show to be. I want you guys to put me out of business because there is so much freedom. There's so much liberty. There is there is so much expansion of the mind and the spirit of America that I've got nothing to talk about because that's all we got is just freedom everywhere. It's just It's just oozing all over. It's like... Where is all this freedom coming from? And I'm challenging you, challenging you, make, put me out of business. Make it to our Jim Price, the Jim Price show. I just got to close the doors because there's just so much freedom. I ain't got nothing to talk about. I mean, it's the same old thing. Yeah, today we got a bunch of more freedom. Yeah, we got, we got big buckets of freedom. I got buckets of freedom in the garage, in the shed. I got some in the truck. I got too much. I got freedom in the hall closet. I got all this freedom laying around. I just got freedom everywhere. I dare you. I dare you. A double dog dare you. A triple dog dare you. I do. I do. I dare you. I dare you to put me out of business so I got nothing, nothing to talk about except, well, it's going to be sunny in 72. Yeah, this weekend it might rain. That's all I got to do. That's my entire show. That's all I That's it. All I could come up with is there's freedom everywhere and the weather and the planting seasons, and uh, it's been amazing to watch the rebirth of our America and how we have lush pastures and green grass, and we plant, we're planting trees, and we have all this shade, and and uh, and we're doing amazing things for each other every day. Just put me out of business. That's your challenge today. That's what we're here for. We're here to challenge you. We're here to make you better. And if that's what you guys do, you put me out of business, then that's one. That's fine. I'll go find something else to do. I'll go find something else. I'll go out and I'll build some bridges or whatever I got to do. I'm fine with that. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming up here on the Dr. Light Show. Be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. 
They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Oh, the French. Whatever it is they say when they're being rude to Americans. You know, if it wasn't for us, right, uh, where would where would France be, right? We spent a lot of boys' blood on that shoreline. Uh, but also we know what that was all about. But here's the problem, folks. Um, we talked about big buckets of freedom. Well, right now they're saying anywhere from two to 5 million protesters in over 200 areas in France are stepping up and they are actually men, women, and elderly are actually standing up against the French police right now. So folks, um, I'm a little bit concerned here. This is America, the land of the free. That's not a cliche. That's not a made up, you know, like slogan, like we're going to sell something here. But when I see that the French are actually stepping up and saying they're not going to take this tyranny, they're not going to take the policy officer's word for it anymore, they're not going to lay down, they're not going to bend the knee, they're going to stand up for themselves and say we're not going to take this abuse of, uh, of our finances and the abuse of our freedoms. The silly part of it is, is that France, so the old Frenchies, French over there, old Frenchy, they're ahead of us. Now, how dare they? How dare the French? I mean, what, what's the uh, what's the old joke? Uh, what's uh, been dropped once and never uh, never never used? It's a French rifle. I mean, yeah, that's kind of we always thought it was the French as being the ones that would lay down and wave the white flag, right? But I got stories out here going across, and it's saying that now that the French are actually doing what we should be doing. They're revolting. And these people don't have weapons. These people don't have moxie. They don't have tractors. They don't have they don't have armaments that we have. They don't have the abilities that we have. They we go out and play war just because it's something to do. These people don't even play that way, but they're in the streets. They're already in the streets. Where are we? Well, I was gonna tweet something out later, Jim. And I that's I'm gonna tell I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet, I'm gonna say it so I'm gonna tweet so hard that I'm gonna use capital letters. In most of my tweet, even, I'm just going to tweet, and when I press enter, the world's going to know what freedom is. 
Folks, I got 800 hours of me talking exactly like this about me telling you guys about freedoms and liberties and how I'm tired of it. I've cried. I've yelled. I've cussed. I have sat here in silence. I had, I've tried to get myself back together. And I was, you know, even during my own poem, I've read that several times. I say several times. I, I read it quite often, as, as often as I can fit it in. And I still get choked up reading it because I really do feel that our countries were saving. But how is it that we're letting the old Frenchies get out ahead of us on this whole liberties and freedom thing? How are we letting them get out? When their constitution, I thought we were, uh, I thought we were like, you know, freedom extra. Like not freedom light, not freedom light beer, not like, you know, not Zima of beer. You know, we were, I thought we were the freedom guys. I thought we were the guys on the block. Like, hey, you want to look to freedom? Look to America. But the Frenchies are out there doing it better than we're doing it right now. See, they're going and demanding that we don't have illegitimate, fictitious assets. You know, we're we're not, we, we need to go and ask the questions to the bankers. We need to ask the questions to the legislators. You know, I, I'm watching some legislation go through Kansas right now, and uh, they're talking about having school choice. Well, the state gives out about twelve, uh, $14,000 on average per student, okay, to educate a child in the public education system. And I'm using a, a, a lower uh, amount than what they really do, but let's say it's 14000 But they're going to give the, the, Kansas, the Kansas people, oh, they're going to give them an $8,000 tax credit which means nothing. That means you got to go out and make money to then actually then get the money off your taxes. That means you're only getting about a third of that. So what's a third of $8,000? The problem is $8,000 is less than half of what they're getting per student to go to the public education system, but they're going to give them as a tax credit, which means nothing. If I get $14,000 per student to, to, to teach my kids in education in the public school system, and I want to move them to a private entity, I get to take my $14,000 wherever I want. I don't leave a portion of it with the, uh, the, the, the public school education system so they can go fritter it away on, on equality and SRT. No, I want my money. It's my tax money. I want to do with what I will. But the tax, but the Kansas legislators are running around. Oh, this is so good. Oh, it's school choice. Oh, we're going to get to go do all these really great things. But all these caveats and what you got to do to qualify is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, if you're a first responder, you automatically qualify. Oh, if you're uh, if you're at the poverty level, you automatically qualify. I mean, it, it, no, I'm a I'm a citizen. Okay, I'm a peasant. I am a citizen of the of this the state. I am a member of the society, and my money goes where my child goes because it's my money, not yours to then dangle in front of me as some type of carrot. You see, and even in this legislation, just no different than the Casil Carey uh, thing they're trying to do in Florida right now. Florida's got a real problem. They got a real identity problem because their governor, Governor Santos, said it was okay to put people in concentration camps under a, a an emergency, a medical emergency. Oh yeah, he signed that into law during the pandemic, the first year of the pandemic. Oh yeah, he did. Everybody's like, oh, Santos, yo, he's about freedoms and liberties. Now they're saying, oh, well, you could conceal carry as long as we're allowed to, you know, monitor what you do and monitor your background, and you could just do conceal carry. Hey, by the way, how about you just say there are no gun laws because the the Second Amendment says there is no gun laws. The Second Amendment has already stated exactly what my rights are, my liberties are. I don't need you to give me anything. I don't need you to give me permission which has already been limited. You have been limited by the Second Amendment, not me as a citizen. 
See, folks, remember, the Constitution limits the government, never limits you. The letter, the letter, which is the Constitution, the letter is actually a letter to the government. It's limiting them, telling them what they can and cannot do and how they will conduct themselves in our presence as we are their leaders. We are their owners. They are our public servants. And you can say servant, you can say slave, you can say whatever you want, because as long as they're under our under oath, under the Constitution, they have less constitutional rights than we do. And that means that we have all the power, but we don't talk that way. I've spent an hour now trying to get you guys to, to realize that that bell, that little ringing in your ears, that freedom ringing, that's that's your calling. That's for you. That's for you to take action. That's for you to go out there and put that flag back on the pole out in your front yard. That's for you to put the sticker back on your truck and your car. That's for you to wear that red hat. That's for you to go out there and put that shirt back on that says 1776, come take it. That's for you to put your don't tread me flag back up. You know, I I have the license plates. Does don't don't tread on me. I have the license plate. I I, I live that life. My son and just we only got a couple minutes here, and I'm gonna give you one more inspiration. And I want you guys to listen to this. And that's, this was not. I didn't expect this story to turn out this way. But my son, he was graduating high school in 2013, and I said, you know, I you know my uh, my ex wife had flown out from Phoenix, and my son's graduating, and you know, and all that, and I'm sitting there and. You know, and, and you're just being cordial, right? And, and my son comes up and says, Dad, uh, Mom says she'll pay for uh, half my tattoo, and, and I want a tattoo for graduation. Will you pay the other half? And I'm like, eh, you, know, I'll, you know, I'll see. I own it. So I called a buddy of mine. He owned a shop, Juan, and I said, hey, Juan, uh, my son's want a tattoo for his graduation. You got any time? He goes, yeah, bring him in right now. I'll do it myself. So I said, all right, guys, we've got to head down there now. Juan's available. We head down there. It was Sailor Jerry's uh, tattoo shop. We walk in. Jimmy goes back there, and he's back there, and, and his name is Jimmy, it's James Jr. And he's back there, and I, I got to get this done real quick. He says, uh, he goes back there, and he, he's like, hey, Dad, come back here. And I thought I was going to go back there and see some hot air balloon or a whale or something dumb. And on the on his chest, from his collarbone to collarbone, kind of that, you know, in the, in the shirt collar kind of way, it says, don't tread on me. And I'll said, I'll pay for the whole thing right now. And that's... That's what we should be doing. Every one of us, don't tread on me. Don't come here with your don't come over here with your laws and your rules and your your freedoms you're gonna give me. Because my freedoms, my freedoms were already here. I don't need you to give me permission. I don't need you to give me a big bucket of freedom. My freedoms are mine. Walk away. Be the difference makers, folks. Guys, thank you so much for this hour of being here on the Dr. Light Show, WYSL. It's been fantastic having you guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.